Welcome to House of Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message from this past Sunday. For more information about other messages or events at House of Hope, visit www.ihope.today. So I haven't spoken for a while. Yeah. I've, I've, it's been good. I've had a nice little break. So, but it's time. I have a few things I want to um, chat with you about. And they're good things. I, and to, today is, is um, not today, but what I want to do today is more of a teaching, kind of a, uh, some clarification of, of some stuff that I even talked about months ago. And it's concerning spiritual gifts. I want to kind of re, re-land on spiritual gifts. How many of you have a, a great understanding of what your spiritual gifts are? Okay, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to think, okay, that's good. So, Danica, what's your spiritual gift? Discernment, okay, good. Somebody else who said they knew what Josh? Okay. Look at you go, yeah. That's good. Okay. Good. So some of you know what your spiritual gifts are. But I want to look. I'm going to take. I've got to find my notes probably first. Here we go. I'm just going to, I'm going to highlight uh, the, all three categories this morning. And we're going to look at the, what the Bible says, what Paul had actually. Because Paul was the one that kind of laid out spiritual gifts. And, and how many of you guys realize that there's three categories of spiritual gifts, right? So we're going to look at that this morning and what does that mean to us? I'm not going to go into the individual spiritual gifts because we all kind of know, you know, the Holy Spirit gifts. We kind of know where we, where we are. Um, so I'm not going to go in and define them all, but I am going to, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to lay out a foundation of why we have three specific gifts and why, and, and how do we operate within them? Does that make sense? Okay, so to start off with, let's look at 1 Corinthians 12. And look at me, I'm actually using a Bible today. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, my eyebrow's broken. <laughs> no, actually, it's just because I've been using this to study and I got all my notes in it. So um, it's, hard to, it's hard to highlight um, a, a Kindle or an iPad. Um, not impossible, but it, it's, uh, it's difficult. All right, so if you got, you're at 1 Corinthians 12. Now, this morning I'm using the NIV. I generally don't use the NIV because I, just, I generally don't like it. Um, but in this case, it's actually concise, and I couldn't find my other NASB. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so 1 Corinthians uh, 12, verse 1, it says, Now about spiritual gifts. Brothers, now I'm going to stop right there. How many of your versions say something else? Now about, uh, in, now about spiritual gifts. Does anybody in any of your versions say anything else except gifts? No? Yours does? What are you reading around? Wow. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, it's 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 translated poorly when it says spiritual gifts. What Paul was actually getting at was now about spiritual things. There's a difference. It's a difference. Like we read gifts and we think, well, I have to have it. But it's but Paul was actually starting to to lay the foundation, and he says, okay, brethren. Now, brethren is not just the brothers. It's it's everybody. It was it's in the when you look at the Greek, it's it's like all y'all. Okay, so it's like now concerning spiritual things, I do not want you to be arrogant, ignorant, arrogant. Well, he doesn't want us to be arrogant. Okay, I'm going to take my glasses off. and I'm going to actually read it. Okay, now spiritual things now about spiritual things. Brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, excuse me, that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Okay, now I want to, I want to, I want to highlight something. This is like lesson one. If you're going to take notes, this is like lesson one. Paul is actually giving us some, some, um, some truth here of how to discern if something is from God or not. Because we, we all come into contact with teachings and, and, and there's even cults that people have no clue of why they're believing what they're believing. And this is the key. If they can say that Jesus is Lord... And you can see the fruit from that. It's from God. Like if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm up here teaching you and you say, by who are you teaching from? And I say, I, 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 this is just me. This is good. You can actually probably say, I don't think that's from God. If I can't actually say that Jesus, this is from Jesus and Jesus is Lord and he's teaching us, that's the key. Right? And it's not just people here on a Sunday morning. It's just in life in general ministries. You can look at the fruit of them, and if the fruit points back to Jesus, it's okay. Does that, does that make sense? And it's, it's, just, it's, just like a basic, it's just like a basic truth. It's a basic lesson. But Paul starts everything about spiritual gifts because you know, he, he lays out in Corinthians the, the whole spiritual gifts. Right? Verse, um, sorry, chapter 12, 13, and 14 is his... Is his thesis on gifts and how we use them and what they are. But first he says, no, test this. If you can say this is, is Jesus is Lord, it's from God. If they can't say Jesus is Lord, it's not from God. It seems obvious to us, but maybe not. There's people out there. You can ask them the question, Christians, why did Jesus have to die? And a lot of them go, I don't know. And that's a problem. And if some of you are here today and I say the question, why did Jesus have to die? And you don't know, you need to find out because it's foundational to our faith. It's foundational to our belief in Jesus. What are we believing in Jesus if we don't know why he had to die? Right? So we find out why did he have to die? I'm not going to go into that because that's not what I'm talking about. All right. So that's verse four. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. Now the same, the spirit is capitalized there. And it's talking about the Holy Spirit. Okay, so there's different kinds of gifts, the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Lord is capitalized. Who would the Lord be? Jesus. Right? So there's, first is the same, um, different kinds of gifts from the same Spirit. 
Then there are different kinds of service from the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God. So the third is from whom? The Father God. Right. So we have the Trinity has different gifts. But the same God works all of them in all men or women or people. Right. It's some of the Bible, like the Bible translations are very um, masculine and, and, and the intent even in the early writings, like in, in the Greek and stuff, is not masculine. These have been translated, King James Version, even just, I'm not going to go into the history, it's just whatever. Verse 7, now each one, the manifestation of the Spirit, is given for the common good. To one there is given through the gift the message of wisdom, the other the message of knowledge, by means of the same Spirit, again, capital S, Holy Spirit, to another faith by the same, what? Spirit. To another gifts of healing by that one spirit, right? So Paul is highlighting that these gifts are coming from the Holy Spirit, and they're manifested by the Holy Spirit. So there's nine of them in total, right? And these are categorized as spiritual gifts. So we all on the same page? So the spiritual gifts are words of wisdom, words of knowledge, Faith, healing, effecting of miracles, um, prophecy, distinguishing of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. Those are the gifts of the Spirit. And what happens is the Holy Spirit will manifest himself in the world through these gifts. Now, what does the word manifest mean? What Say that. Show himself, demonstrate. Actually, the root of that to manifest is actually to break into our realm. So that's another way of, you know, these words are fine, but to break into our realm actually gives you something that is more supernatural in basis. You know, we can say like, it, and it's not just, you know, when uh, my mind is going, but my mouth isn't keeping up. Um, when we were in Toronto and experiencing renewal and the Father's blessing and stuff, the Holy Spirit was said to be manifesting himself on people. And there would be this manifestation. And so this breaking into our world through various forms. Now, there's going to be some discussion about whether or not a manifestation, a physical manifestation is of the Holy Spirit, or is it us responding to some power? And that's fine. But the actual spiritual gifts, these nine gifts that I listed and that Paul lists in Corinthians 12, is actually the ways that he manifests himself into the lives of the believer to touch people around him. So through prophecy, he manifests, he breaks into our realm and releases a prophetic word. Through the words of knowledge, he breaks into our realm, gives us something that we don't know about somebody, and releases it, and, there's, and kingdom is, 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 is grown, is built. Does that make sense? And so the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit are the Holy Spirit's attributes. It's, the, it's his character. The character of the Holy Spirit is shown through these gifts. You can take that into, into um, 
a little bit more clarity is that we all have character. We have attributes about God has created us to be individuals and we will be known for our attributes. How many, like, and just be honest, what are some of my attributes that you know me for? Honesty? Kindness? Man, you guys are filling me up here. Let's just keep it going. This is awesome. Humor? <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> you know, another one is some of my attributes are I'm, I'm creative. Um, and, and so I'm known for these. And so I can take these aspects, and you know me for that, and you go, yeah, that's Jeff, right? He's this, this, and this. Same thing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit attributes are these things. Now, we get to partake in the Holy Spirit and ask for these gifts, and he gives us these gifts, and, and we extend the kingdom because it's part of the supernatural realm and living in a supernatural kingdom that we get to co-labor and do these things. Make sense? Okay, so that's the first category is is the Holy Spirit spiritual gifts in Corinthians 12. There are those who believe that you can separate the attributes of the Holy Spirit out because you don't agree with them. Does that make sense? doesn't make sense, but they do. <laughs> now, what I'm talking about is there are, there are groups that believe that healing isn't for today. But, you know, words of wisdom are okay, but healing doesn't work. Or healing isn't for today. So what they're doing is they're saying this aspect of the Holy Spirit is okay, but this isn't. And they go, so we're only going to concentrate on this. That's, that's just false doctrine. That's just false teaching right? The attributes, all the nine gifts, all the attributes of the Holy Spirit are who he is. And you can't separate them out. Just like you can't separate separate out your attributes, who you are. You know, I can say, I really like you. I just don't like your face. (laughs) How rude, right? Yeah. Like, you know, from the neck down, you're awesome, but you know, it's the same concept. We just, we just don't look at the Holy Spirit like that. And it's the same thing with the Father. And it's the same thing with the Son. I, there's, and we're going to go into some attributes later on. But it's the same thing. We cannot separate out the attributes of who the Trinity is based on our perception and our likes or our dislikes. Okay? So we're just going to leave that the way it is. Um. All right, let's look at Ephesians um, 7. 7? No, sorry. Ephesians 4, verse 7. So this is the next set of, of gifts. This is, these are called... Um, let me get back to my... These are called the Jesus gifts. Jesus gave these gifts, and we're going to read it... In, well, actually, let me just read in Ephesians first. Okay? So Ephesians 4, verse 7... But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led the captives in his train and gave gifts to men. These are the gifts that he gave. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower 
um, regions. He also descended is the very one who ascended. Sorry, he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's a lot in that. These are called the Jesus gifts. These are actually also called um, the um, ascension gifts. Because what happened was Jesus died, went to the lower regions. Now, depending on what your theology is, hell or wherever, he, he went down and as he rose, he released a new set of gifts to the people. Now, these are service gifts. These are to build the body. These are to, um, to release, to, it's a supernatural release of a revelation of who Jesus is to the people of the world. And that's what the fivefold, like we talk about these as the fivefold gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. These were given to us so that the body would be able to be present in the world and the people of the world could look at the believers and say, oh, that's what Jesus looks like. These are attributes of who Jesus is. And these have been lost throughout the time. And it's just been in the last few years that we're actually, again, starting to understand what what does this mean? Now, can anybody have these gifts? The fivefold, the prophet, the apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, pastor. Didn't say that prophet, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Can anybody have these gifts? Can any Christian have these gifts? Yes. A non-Christian person can't have this, these gifts because they're given to Jesus, to believers, to formulate the body of Christ. Jesus is the head, and then the body is created. Does that make sense? Does that contra- contradict some stuff that you've learned? How many of you are lost and just don't care? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but, but Jesus, the, Jesus, this is the way that Jesus will manifest himself into the world. It's through us. And this is where Paul was getting into, like, you are co-laborers with Christ. It's, it's, and, and Paul, but Paul was very specific. He says, um, he gives the, these lists. And he says, the purpose of this is God's people um, for the work of service to the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity. Have we all reached unity yet? No. Is it a work in progress? Yes. It says until we reach unity. Does that give you some hope that at one point there will be unity? Right? I think we need to understand what unity is first and then we can attain it. Unity isn't everybody just gathering together and saying, we all agree. It's understanding that we all have gifts and, a, and, and part of who, the, who Jesus is, and we make up this whole body, and we celebrate that together. So when it's like a microcosm within, within House of Hope, we all have a mixture of these gifts, and so we all operate within these gifts, and we honor one another, and one may have one gift and not the other, 
And that's why Paul talks about different members doing different things later on in in Ephesians 4. We're not going to go there. But the purpose is to actually, for us to gather and to manifest Jesus together. Again, what does manifest means? Breaking into our world. So we can break in with Jesus into our world that the world outside of of our faith can look in and go, oh, wow, that's what Jesus looks like. That's pretty amazing. He looks like this. He looks like love, and he looks like um, creativity, and he looks like because we're actually doing that. And all five of these, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher, all have the potential to develop as the body of Christ and be seen to, to the world as Jesus. But we don't understand that. We haven't understood that. You know, we say, okay, well, Jeff, uh, Jeff is the pastor. Well, actually, I'm the pastor in, in form, like in, as my job type thing. But I operate under a different fivefold. I can do pastor because that's what actually has been... Um, what am I trying to say? Train wreck... Um, I can do the, 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 the work of a pastor, but my fivefold is not. My fivefold is more apostolic. Because I'm, I'm, and what does an apostle do is raises up other leaders to take care of, right? So I can do pastor, but I'm more different. And, and, and people have said, I see that hand, Josh, but I'm just, not, I'm just ignoring you, okay? So <laughs> today I'm on a roll and I'm not taking a lot of feedback unless I ask for it. Um, but that's what, you know, but people who, who are prophetic are, are more yes and no. And they receive words, but they're a manifestation of Jesus in the, in the prophetic and they're leaders within that. And that's why not everybody holds a fivefold position unless they are actually desired and it gets developed. It's something that it gets developed in you. Um, and I'm not going to go into much more than that. Um, just that, I'm just looking, just that the fivefold ministry is the way that the earth sees Jesus. And until we actually start operating in fivefold apostolic, pastoral, evangelist, prophet, teacher, um, and until we start actually operating in that, we're not being effective as building up the body and for people to see who Jesus is. Okay? I'm just looking here. So the way Paul describes these gifts is that, um, that Jesus is the head. He's the body. He's the head of the body. And the body is the church. So the church being used in the right sense. The church being ecclesia, the gathering, the, 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 you know, the body. It's not the building or being locked into the religious system. The way that Paul described the church is a group of people as a family. And that's, and, that's the, and that's the right way of looking at it. The body is the physical manifestation of Jesus in the earth. I said that. Um, forming the saints into a living body so that the world can see Jesus manifested in his body. So recap. I'm just reading my notes. Okay. So the third group of gifts uh, is found in Romans 12. So let's look at that.
Okay, so the Romans, the Romans 12 gifts are categorized as the Father gifts. So we've had the Holy Spirit. Those are the spiritual gifts. We've had Jesus, right? And what were those called? Service gifts, ascension gifts, because they were given as he ascended. They're Jesus, the manifestation of Jesus. And so the finally is the Father gifts. And these are actually categorized as motivational gifts. Okay, so remember a few months ago, we all took the motivational gift test. We had it on the front. I don't know if how many have taken it, but it's, it basically lists out um, prophecy, service, teaching, exhortation or encouragement, giving, administration, showing mercy. These are the Father gifts found in Romans 12. I'm not going to read them because it's, there, it's all there, um, and we are all very familiar with that. These are gifts that just... Who can receive? Anyone. Just throw that out. This is where you can be interactive. Who can receive the Father's gifts? Everybody. If you are a human being, you have these gifts. Is is that new to anybody? Has anybody thought differently before? No? Okay, so this is, if you're breathing on the earth, you are created by the Father, and, and he has imparted into you these gifts. This is what actually motivates you. And this is what Paul was talking about in, in Romans 11, um, 29. We hear the verse, you know, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable or, or unre- without repentance. Does everybody hear that? These are the gifts that they're talking about. So, you know, if somebody comes up to you and, and says, um, you know, you're operating... Uh, y- y- <laughs> that's funny if you're operating under the spirit gifts the holy spirit gifts can you get can those be taken away yes if you're not following if you're not in the spirit if you're not actually allowing the holy spirit to work through you and if there's stuff going on in your life he's not going to actually he's not going to operate those right so healing um uh what else what else i'm just i lost my notes um Healing, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, those can be taken away because we're just not in the Spirit. When we're in the Spirit, we're active because it's the Holy Spirit manifesting himself, breaking out into our world through those gifts. But the motivational gifts, that's who we are. That's built into our DNA. Those are irrevocable. God cannot take, you know, if you are a giver, you cannot change that. Because even if you don't have money, you're still going to give. How many have believed that they have that? Like you, you're generous to a fault. Anybody here? Jarrett. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. You're just, you just like, you see somebody and you just give like, right. You see a need, you give sure. And you don't think about it and it can get you into trouble and it can get, you know, it's sometimes it just, you know, but it doesn't, it just doesn't change you. Now there's a difference between those gifts. Um, sorry, you know, prophecy service like prophecy it's not just a prophetic word prophecy is is categorized as a, you're basically you're black or white it's like you know like we can just uh i'm not going to use that example um because we're live hey um <laughs> you know you can you you can let's just use a hospital scene okay somebody is in the hospital and the, and the person with a gift of prophecy comes in and they, well, first of all, if they have the gift, if that's their motivation, you're lucky that they're actually there in the first place. Because they have, like, they're, why am I here? 
I can't do anything about this. Why am I here? Right. And it's just like, there's just no compassion. There's, and I'm painting it to the extreme. Right. But if that is your motivation, you're motivated. Like, so, Oh, it's too bad that they're in the hospital. How'd they get there? They were, they were, Oh, they were jaywalking. They shouldn't have been jaywalking serves them right. Black and white. Right. It's just <laughs> laugh because it's like, oh, yeah. Now, if, if you're in the hospital and somebody with a gift of service comes in, they're like, hey, what do you need? What can I do? Can I call somebody? Do you need your bills paid? Just like they just they ooze service. They just want to support you and help you. Right. You can't change that in them. Right. They're just give me a job. I want to serve you. How do I help? How can I do it? That's that's that one. Teaching. You know, if they have a teacher's gift. They want to know, okay, what's your EKG? What's this? What's going on? I have no idea what your blood pressure means, but I'm going to find out. And, oh, you know, I read this thing about, you know, and I'm going to help you. I, I just, I broke my ankle. Well, you know, oh, you broke your ankle? Well, let me tell you about the latest I read. And that's a teacher's gift because they just want to make sure you have all the information that you need to be better, right? Giving, or sorry, exhortation. Um, teaching exhortation oh my god how are you can I, I and you're just compassionate they're sympathetic they're compassionate is there anything can I, let me just pray for you uh, and they start to to connect with that ailment or whatever you broke your ankle oh i remember i broke my ankle too that hurts so bad i'm so sorry you know what you're going to get through this look at you see my ankle i've got this nasty scar you're not going to get that scar because we you know this was 20 years ago and today they have they're they're amazing doctors are amazing and they just want to exhort you they you walk they they leave and you're like man i feel good and that's part of it or you feel like man shut up <laughs> you know it's because they can go extreme but at the same time, they are being who God created them to be. So that's an exhortation. Giving. You know, they walk into your room and they're like, okay, hey, oh, you know, that is hospital food. That sucks. Let me, I'm going to go down and I'm going to buy you something. Um, do you need, like, do you need anything else? I can, oh, it kind of stinks in here. I'm going to buy you some deodorant. Um, you know, and they just want to give, right? They're just giving of their time, energy, resources, because that's who they're motivated to be. Administration, you know, somebody with an administrative gift, um, they're going to walk into that hospital room and they're going, okay, so what's your schedule like? Okay, you know what? I'm going to talk to the head nurse because that doesn't work. I can tell you, you're tired. And I'm going to tell them, you know, between the hours of 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. to leave you alone. And it's just because, you know, and they want to make sure that everything is running perfectly for you because they love you, right? Showing mercy. That's another one. They walk in. And they, there's this empathy that they go, oh, and they start crying. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, that, that's just awful. Can, let me pray for you. Oh, Jesus. And they just like, and they just release empathy and mercy. And just like, I don't care how it happened. It's just awful. And I just like, oh, how many can relate to these, right? We all have these as our primary motivational gifts. Some of us are prophetic, black and white. Some of us, you know, these are the manifestation of the Father. Each one of us here manifests a characteristic of the Father. And we break in. He breaks in to our everyday lives. And the reason why these are not just subjected to Christians is that he's given it to everybody. So you may not be a Christian, 
but you are motivated to give. You know, we have, you know, um, people like Bill Gates who gives away billions of dollars. His, one of his motivational gifts, his father gifts, is generosity. Who are these, these philanthropists who are giving away billions of their dollars and living on, you know, a fraction and living well because they have so much to give? That is a characteristic of who the father is. We all know black and white people who you just, sometimes they just, they're not a nice people to hang around with because they're just so black and white, right? But that's still, that's part of the judgment side of God. The justice, not so much judgment, but the justice side of God. He's created prophetic people to be the justice keepers and go, that's not right. I'm going to fix it. And they will stand on people. And it's, and then until they learn how to handle that and do it coupled with, the spiritual gifts, and coupled with the Jesus gifts, right, they get toned down. So we need, we need to understand what our Father gifts are. And generally in life, if, you are, if your career is based on your motivational gifts, you're going to be way more successful than if you're doing something that's not who you are. So if you are... Like, for example, of a teacher, a teacher is a teacher is a teacher, whether they're teaching in public school, Christian school, in front of the church, they're a teacher. But if they're called to, if, they're, if their job is to drive a truck, which is nothing wrong with that, but that's not what they're called to do. That's not who they are, whether they're called to or not. It's just not who they are. So they could be driving the truck, and they're still going to be teaching, but they're not going to have as much fulfillment as if they were standing in front of a group of students and actually giving it out. So the Father wants us to realize that these ones are from him, and these are his gifts, and he is manifesting himself to the world through these gifts. Make sense? So each set of these gifts will reveal the giver of the gifts. And when we understand who the giver of the gift is, giver of the gift is we can actually get a better picture of our relationship with the giver. When we can see how the giver manifests himself in our lives individual, we're like, wow, individually, we're like, wow, there's this connection. Every human being has the Father's gift. I said, I'm just going to go through and see if I missed anything that's really good. Um, So how many, I'm not going to even go there because I talked to that Jesus. So, (laughs) wow. What we need to understand and what we are trying to do here at House of Hope is that a lot of us know what our motivational gifts are. And those are those father gifts. But if we have just the father gifts operating, we're actually going to turn this group, this house, into more of a corporation, into a corporate church. What we have to do is impart Jesus gifts, the fivefold, the, the, the ascension gifts, the service gifts, and the Holy Spirit gifts, the spiritual gifts. When we bring them all together and start operating them all together, that's what we call church. That's what we call family. That's what we call kingdom. And, the, and so we go from corporation to kingdom. 
And that's what we've endeavored to do in the last seven years at House of Hope, is that we've actually we've, we've wanted to physically leave the corporate church, the kingdom of church, bad C, small C, and develop the kingdom family. And, yeah. Does, it, does this make sense? Is this, is, this, is this clarifying or is this causing more confusion? If, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're confused, that's okay because we're working it out. But we have to have an understanding of all three and know that you can operate in the gift of healing spiritually one day and tongues the next. And, and those gifts of the Holy Spirit are interchangeable because they're him manifesting himself out of you. Motivational gifts, father gifts, it's who you are. And it's, it's really difficult to say, okay, father gifts. Um, let me pick one, which I'm not, a teacher. Okay, so I'm a teacher. I want to be prophetic. Okay, wrong set of gifts. You can't change who you are, right? You can take a cat and, and, and spray paint a stripe down its back and say that's a skunk, but he will always be a cat, right? The motivational gifts, the gifts from the Father is who you are. Don't change those. And don't go, oh, I wish I was, because then you're saying to the Father, I don't like what you've made me, who you've made me. And that's something that you need to deal with in your own heart. Because the Father has given you those gifts. He's given you an attribute of who he is. He is these things. And each one of us here has that attribute of who he is. And so, but we can go and say, Jesus, which, which am I in the fivefold? Which, am I apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor? What am I? And it's through, like, because you're a candidate for them all. You really are. You just have to ask and say, what is, where is my place into that? Well, I could never be a, a prophet. Well, maybe not. But I love people. Well, maybe you're a pastor. You know, I, I love, how many of you guys actually love talking to people about Jesus? Josh. It's a good chance that Josh, his fivefold would be evangelist. You know, just because he just loves talking to, it's natural, right? So we pull those in, and then in order, as, 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 as let's say I'm going to use Josh as an example. Josh is talking to people about Jesus. He loves talking to people about Jesus. And, and then all of a sudden, he notices the person who he's talking to say, man, you, you, you've got a bad wrist. What's the matter with your wrist? Oh, I did this. Oh, can I pray for you? And then, bam, the spiritual gift of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit breaks in with healing. Josh prays for healing, and boom, the guy gets healed. There's a supernatural response, and it doesn't make sense because in uh, 1 Corinthians 2... Um, Paul says, these things don't make sense. They confound the wise, right? So Josh is praying, you know, he's using his Jesus gift, the service gift as an evangelist, prays for the sick. They get healed. They get saved. The kingdom is actually expanded and he's, he's walking in the fullness of, of Jesus. And then the world is looking at it and going, oh, wow. I just saw something that doesn't make sense, but man, they've got something that we don't have. And Jesus is being recognized as the body because he's a member of the body of Christ doing what he's called to do. And so the goal is here today is for us to understand what are, who we are, 
Father gifts, what we're called to do, where we're called to serve, Jesus' gift, and then the Holy Spirit gift is the, sec- is the third, is the spirit supernatural comes into being and gives us the power to do it. All right? Clear as mud. Awesome. Actually, it's clearer than that. I know that. I'm just... All right. Let's stand. Just by a show of hands, how many of you have a great understanding of what your father gift is? Okay. Some of you don't. I'd invite you to go to a website. It's called gifttest.org. It's just a 20-question. It just gives you a beat or kind of an, an overview. Take that test, and it just gives you an understanding because it, the questions are very specific to what you know, we're talking about. Gifttest.org, and find out what your father gifts are. And if you don't know, and I know you well enough, you can come to me and say, I really don't know. And because we've hung out a lot, or I just, I've known you for a while, I can pretty much guarantee, say, yep, this is, these are probably, this is probably your father gift. How many know what your service gifts are? Your Jesus, like your fivefold gifts. Okay, good. Those of you who don't, ask Jesus what they are. Because they're given, they're apportioned to you. You are a candidate to receive any of those fivefold. And just because mine may be apostolic, I mean, Chris's could be apostolic too. So could Margot's. So could Brian's. We could be a room full of apostolic leaders. And that's okay. Right? But there's a mix here. There's, there are, in this room, there are service gifts that are lying dormant that Jesus says it's time to take those up and walk into what I've called you to do because you need to be an expression of who I am into the city. And the Holy Spirit gifts, those are the fun ones <laughs> because they're the supernatural ones. And we can, use, we can have access to all those as the Holy Spirit breaks out. That's why I believe that healing happens sometimes and not other times. is because the Holy Spirit chooses what the timing is to break into our world and to do it. But that's another sermon. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you are here with us today. We thank you that you are releasing your life, your truth, who you are, your character into us. And for every person in this room, I release an understanding of what it is that drives them to be who they are. And for those with unclear ideas of their ministry gifts, their motivational gifts, and their spiritual gifts, Father, I bring, I actually ask that you would just release clarity and Holy Spirit break into their lives and allow them to be free. Amen? Amen. Thanks for listening to our sermon of the week. Our desire is that you will be changed by the love of the Father and the power of his presence. For more information about House of Hope, visit us at www.ihope.today.